0: From a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to
1: Dantooine, and
0: everything in between, this is Legends Look Back.
1: It is a Thursday night. We are ready to talk about the Legends. We got our turkeys over there, ready to, uh, you know, it's that time of year. So, uh, very excited for this. Very special Thanksgiving-themed episode. But before we get into it, before the gratitude, let's get the complaining out of the way. We've got a problem in <laughs> my family, and that is I got a bone to pick with the American elementary school system. Okay?
2: Which Why one? is it
1: hmm. that schools let these people come into my kids' schools and do these... uh Yo yo demonstrations. <laughs> and then they try to sell These my yo-yo-ers. kids yo yo's. They do this that my kids like, uh, hey she's kid, like, you hey, want a yo yo? She's like, can I have $8 for a yo yo? And I was like, yo yo's? We're still doing yo yo's? We've been doing yo yo's for 20 years. I bought the yo yo's. The guy comes in and he's. Ah, <laughs> You know, he's, he gets up, he's down and down, rock the baby, and then sling the baby over the shoulder, and then back over here, and then. it's it is really amazing the kind of stuff they can do with the yo-yos. But then they try to sell the yo-yos to yeah. the kids. I was describing this to my coworkers. I was like, oh, man, I feel like an awful dad because I told my kid no to the yo-yos. And she's like, you never let me get anything I want. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And I was like, I do, too. I freaking took you to Chuck E. Cheese for that <laughs> last school fundraiser, the last time they wanted my money. And anyway, it's insane to me, the capitalism of selling yo-yos to kids.
2: I was describing this books. to my
1: coworkers. Well, and, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, they got, the whole... got the book fairs. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. they get the
3: the yo-yos they get the 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 kids so
1: excited
3: about it and that like no matter what it is though like yo-yo's book fair we had a book where it came with like a bunch of string tricks you could do you could do a bunch of tricks with a string that came with the book and everybody had to have that book and my parents are like what do you need that for? Like, I'll make yeah. you a string. I got plenty you of yarn.
0: <laughs> they even <laughs> sold. They even sold a counterweight for the yo-yo to do no. new tricks. What? And that that counterweight was about half the cost of the yo-yo. Which, I mean, it was a piece of plastic that, like nowadays, you could three D print. We're talking back in the '90s when they probably had to uh, pour the the uh, what is it the iron into the mold and.
4: Hold on, we've got
0: visual aids <laughs> what? in the background. In the there world? you go. I saw West. that. <laughs> you, <laughs> you have you a butterfly yo-yo from
3: Duncan. Oh
0: yeah,
2: oh my classic gosh. butterfly I yo-yo from I had a green Duncan. one back in the day. How did?
1: Yeah, Wes can't even get it up. Oh, that, <laughs> that means <never laughs> all mind. right, the baby's asleep. <laughs> we were just pre-show, like, all right, this episode we're not going to say anything on accident that sounds like something else, and then. What, I'm we, only 38. I,
3: it's not time yet, all
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my gosh. Mine There's websites for that, Wes. <laughs> I got a purple one when I was in school, the Omega X Brain. Oh, my God. oh the Omega X like sp- It had like a spring inside and it would go oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 when you, you know, put it to sleep or whatever. Uh, I told her, when we she was not happy with the solution, that when we go home for Thanksgiving, I would be happy to look in the storage unit for my old yo yo. She was like, uh, Okay. <laughs>
0: There were two yo-yos that were like hot commodities during like the uh, there must be like a there must be like a yo-yo cartel who just uh, plans the this yo-yo plans. We're
4: gonna
1: in five like, years we're gonna come back <laughs> Fierce Rivals of Black right? Sun like and uh, Crimson Dawn and <laughs> the other legends yo-yo. ones.
0: There you go. Uh, so so back in the day there were two yo-yos. There was the Bumblebee. I'm not sure if you guys remember the Bumblebee yo-yo. That was like one of the professional level, but consumer, right? Consumer level Mm -hmm. yo-yos you could buy. Everyone wanted that. It was it was black and yellow, and there was a bee right in the middle, bumblebee yo-yo. Pretty popular. And there was another one that was like two hundred dollars back in like nineteen nineties dollars, which pretty expensive. (laughs) And it was called a silver bullet, and it was literally. uh, I'm not sure if it was stainless steel or what kind of silver it was, but it was a, it was a silver for sure. And wow. uh, it would come back, it would sleep real nicely and then
1: boom, hit you right in the hand and it broke a lot of kids' hands. <laughs> oh, I mean, they could. Uh, the one that I had, it had some serious kickback. Now when you try to do it, you put it to sleep and it doesn't wake up. It's that old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. I'm gonna stay down here. Um, Emily, you, you didn't do the the yo-yo thing in school.
2: Okay, so I, I had a yo-yo. I was homeschooled for a lot. Of elementary oh, school. Oh
1: yeah, you missed the demonstration. I, I went
2: one year, and I'm pretty sure the yo-yo was from that one year, but I don't remember a demonstration.
1: Yeah, well, gotta. I feel like got, I somebody's out. Have to teach Emily's. Somebody's got to teach Jared Emily's it, parents though. how to do the tricks.
2: I know. I need to. I need like a. You need got to recreate that. Let's create a montage. Well, she's, not gonna she's not going
1: to learn it. She's not going to learn it from me because as we just said. <laughs> so here's uh, the Bumble uh, there it bumblebee. Is. Oh. <laughs> There it is. Oh, God. Yeah, that one looks uh, old Look school. That. We'll say that much.
3: And this is the, the one that hurt
1: everybody. <laughs> yeah, that one looks <laughs> yes. so hardcore. Welcome to Legends oh. Look Back, where you can learn about some hardcore yo yo knowledge. I was, I was telling all this to my, uh, my co workers. I was like, I can't believe they're still doing this. They did this 20 years ago, when I was in school. And then my, uh, my co worker, who's maybe twice my age, he's like, they've been doing it since I was in school. Ooh. Then the guy next to me, He's in his, I'd say, 60s. Artel. He's like, they've been cartel? doing it since I was in school. Finally, across the room, our 80-something-year-old janitor hasn't no. heard this whole conversation. He's like, what are you all talking about? And we were like, Larry, we're <laughs> talking about yo-yos. <laughs> we described him. He's like, oh, they've been doing that since I was in school. <laughs> I'd lost what? it. He's, he's at least 80. Could be could be 85, 86. And these yo-yo <laughs> the yo demonstrations, I'm this done. stuff runs deep. In the, I mean, clearly. In the American education system. So let us know in the chat, uh, what's your yo-yo game? Um, am I a bad dad for putting the foot down on the yo-yo? And uh, show Where's us your, your yo-yo bumblebee? tricks in the, in the Discord. Uh, we, of course, love to celebrate our old school 90s trivia, especially when Emily has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm grateful that Wes is here with the visual aids. And you know what? I'm just grateful for all of you. And so it's on that note. Let's get into our special Thanksgiving themed gratitude episode of Legends Look Back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back, proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network. This is a Star Wars books podcast for people who like to remix their favorite tunes to the AOL dial-up tone. The AOL dial-up tone. Say that five <laughs> times fast. Come on. AOL <laughs> dial-up tone. You know what I'm talking about, right? Where we celebrate our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays. And tonight, we've got an extra grateful version of Freddie C.
0: You've got mail, is also what you would hear. Uh, hey, everyone. I'm doing that one's pretty That going fan- to the remix. <laughs> doing pretty fantastic. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was looking at all of our old episodes, uh, just going back in time, looking at our catalog. Really appreciating a lot of the comments on the YouTube uh, on the YouTubes, uh, a lot of good comments there. A lot of people interacting, and that that feels really cool to uh, to see that. So I appreciate it. We do see what you're writing, so uh, make it good.
1: Yeah, especially to that one guy who we've never had an F word in one of our comments until my little brother's on the show. No, and one of his friends. That no, wasn't him. It was one of one of his friends. Is, is you know comments on the joke that my brother made at me, and he says you know, that he owned me, we'll just, we'll leave it at that, and uh, so, shout out to my brother and his hooligan friends, also, <laughs> speaking of hooligans, we're joined by Emily Daybeck, how are you?
2: I am doing well, I had a hooligan over for dinner, uh, a friend of my husband's from work, turns out, he's a legends guy, he was like, so tell me about your oh! Star Wars podcast, <laughs> and like he's like, low-key flexing, like, well, Disney acquisition was awful, like, hated the new trilogy, hated it. <laughs> I was like, okay, so what do you like what do you do? He's like, well, I like the books. I'm like, I do too. <laughs> that's really cool. I got I got some uh some conversations to be had.
1: <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, we had to wow. kick him out
2: actually so I could set up for the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, speaking of the uh, Disney acquisition, you're also kicked out. So uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Shout out to Emily's friend and, and to Legends and also to Mickey Mouse for that one. Mm. Also shout out to our fill in producer tonight. Wes Jenkins.
3: Hey everyone. Oh. Do you remember all of the free AOL like 50 hour discs that we got in the mail? <laughs> oh yeah. And we collected those
1: things,
0: man. <laughs> yeah, we used to throw those at each other like uh, <laughs> yeah. like you know.
1: There's There's things so, that the we did.
3: There were <laughs> yeah, so exactly. many. And then there was also net zero where you get on the internet for free. You don't have to pay anything, but they only allowed a certain amount of time per week. So you made like multiple accounts with a hundred different oh, email yeah. addresses. Oh
1: my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that is, I'm great. in the right place. I'm so just gonna say, yes. <laughs> you are absolutely. Oh yeah, I, we had a drawer. So you know, the computer desk is here, and then the drawer was just full of nothing but those AOL CDs. <laughs> we didn't use them. We just had a regular AOL account, and I think it just renewed. You know, but we just paid for it, and uh, I'd get on there, and there was like a there was like Utini for Digimon. And I would spend all my time learning about New Digimon. That was that <laughs> welcome to the internet in nice. 1998, <laughs> folks. And also to Legends Look Back. Very excited to get into it tonight. And if you like a show where one of the co-hosts makes this face half the time, <laughs> that's uh, Emily's face. It's some that's of the crazy stuff that we say. You are in the right place. Yep, there she is. Not at all embarrassed. For... Let's, let's see the face, Emily. No. Show us the, show us the <laughs> I can't believe they just said that face.
2: I, there are it's like very... ten of them, Jared. I don't even know. <laughs> there's it's the uh... half the time I'm covering my face with my hands because I'm laughing so hard. That's
0: a That's good true. one. That's a good one. Yeah, there's there's yeah. the one where it's like, okay, where are we going here? And then you'll crack up because it goes <laughs> we somewhere. <laughs> we, need maybe. we need a maybe. montage.
1: I was say of y'all need faces. to show me what
2: my face looks like because I'm not paying attention. <laughs> paying shout attention out to whatever Oz,
1: foolish thing our, you just uh... <laughs> said. Yeah, shout out to Oz, our video editor. Oz, yes. this was on you. You've got to come yeah. up with a montage of uh, huh. no. Emily's faces. No. <laughs> Just of the and the <laughs> uh, and, okay. and of course the classic. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that one. And for yeah. our for our audio listeners, check us out on YouTube cuz uh, you can oh. see the faces. And we are grateful for you no matter where you are listening to the show, watching the show, or just, hey, playing the show and not watching or listening and letting us get those YouTube hits, those, uh, those hours in. So we appreciate you no matter where you fall in that spectrum. We're going to share our love for a handful of different things about Star Wars, about Star Wars Legends in particular tonight. But before we do, we've got a handful of updates about what is happening around the world of Utini.com. Freddie, lead us off with the utini updates.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we had uh, the most recent episode, actually, of Star Wars Archives was all about sports, which is sort of what's happening right now, right? We had the World Series and all that. Uh, so don't miss that, especially if you want to see what kind of sports they've got in, uh, in Star Wars. It's, it's pretty interesting, honestly. It I, is hilarious. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> the that second
1: show. I started listening, I pulled over my bicycle. I pulled out my phone. And I added this to the show notes because this one, it's got to go down. It's one of these things, like, I'm a little bummed that they thought of it before I did. Let's be honest. (laughs) Mm. So, we're not going to cover it. You got to go on over to Patreon and check out that most recent episode of Star Wars Archives, which leads me to my follow up question. Did y'all ever watch the show on Disney back in like 2000 called Z Games? It was kids creating their own sports. Yeah, like and it was using, rad.
0: Using like <laughs> backyard tools and and kitchen stuff. Uh like for instance, maybe I'm not sure if it was a shovel, but like a shovel with a plate or some sort of bowl. And there was like water balloons in it. I don't remember any of the it. games. None of them. I yeah, just there was like water what? balloons in it and they you had to catch fun. it without it popping on you, but the whole point was like it popped on everybody.
1: <laughs> anyway, shout out to Z Games, yeah. the show from 2000 that got exactly one season. So cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: Once you, I would imagine they ran out of ideas because all the good sports have already been invented. So, well, yeah.
3: I think that's that's I can cool. remember making up games all the time at like my, my grandma's house when I stayed over there by myself. Yeah. I was like, that's "How just can I entertain course. myself? How yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I entertain myself?"
0: Yeah, yeah. There was another good one, Jared, right in the show notes. There, it was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, for sure. Legends of the Hidden Temple, Blue absolutely.
3: Yeah, that was Purple parrots.
1: That was not Disney. Was that Was that Nickelodeon? That, that was, was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. I think that okay. was my Nickelodeon era uh, around that time. And it's funny because I feel like I switched from Nickelodeon to Disney to Cartoon Network.
1: Mm. <laughs> as soon as As soon as the characters started saying stuff like "boogity woogity," I was out of there. I, I switched over to. When Courage the Cowardly
2: Disney. Dog came on, I ran and I just stopped <laughs> turning the TV on. That show as, was as scary. One
1: show. It is. It is bonkers. Courage, the cowardly dog. Before we talk about any more of the nineties nostalgia, let's talk about a couple more of the fun things happening in the world of teeny West. Do you know about the uh about the new thing that's coming out next week? You know about the thing? I do. Is it's it a big thing? Is it our is it our Wookiee week that we're doing next week? Sorry, I couldn't hear you there. You're gonna have to speak in Shiri Wook. Is it our Wookiee <laughs> week? <laughs>
3: right there. <laughs> i'll try that hard next time I'm sorry yeah well, i think we've got a graphic
1: from our, our buddy the Joxie. uh jose made us uh made us a graphic here we've got a fun utini crossover event happening next week wookie week happening across the networks at uh, utini.com we are going to be talking about everything furry uh, that could be something else i guess um <sighs> We're going to be talking about the beasts that want to rip your arms out. That's right. All about the Wookiees. We're going to do a Legends Wookiee Hall of Fame episode here on Legends Look Back. So let us know in the comments, in uh, in Discord, and YouTube, all those good places. Twitter, uh, who's your favorite Legends Wookiee and why. Bonus points if you say it in Wook. <laughs> and so, uh, record us a little little clip of you doing some Shuri Wook, and it might just make it on the show. No guarantees, but it might. It might. We got that. We got that. Uh, that image there, Wes.
3: Oh, the Wookie Week.
1: Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, the in the meantime, oh, I've got cute. my. Oh, hey, this is perfectly timed. My uh, so cute. My Wookie goozy That's right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I did look listeners. into
2: like a little Wookiee cosplay for my daughter for Halloween. Turns out they're very expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she ran into a little like child-sized Wookiee at Celebration, and it was like she had met a celebrity. Uh, yeah, it I've got a video awesome. of
1: that. Yeah, Maybe oh, we'll pull it gosh. up next week for, for Wookiee Week for mm. sure. That definitely belongs. Ooh. There it is. Ooh. The Wookiee oh, Week it graphic. Is. It's beautiful. I love it. Thank you to Jose for making this. You like my little tagline I've got there? Yeah, I do like that.
2: You're like Shark Week, but scruffier.
1: <laughs> that's right. Did you I say, say that right,
2: Jared? How was I supposed every, to say that?
1: You no, know, I mean you it, bonus points if you try to say it like a wookiee.
2: Absolutely not. I can't do
1: that. It's, it's <laughs> a little on. bit no. harder to understand, <laughs> I will admit.
2: My husband is really good at it though. He that's how he and my brother greet each other. It's very strange.
1: <laughs> is cool. it?
2: yeah because like Mike doesn't really understand Star Wars like at all, but he just he is really good at making uh making Shrewook noises I don't know <laughs> I love that Wookie noises
1: yeah, not going to ask any follow-up questions about nope. that one. Uh, I do have one last thing for us to talk about here, Emily, and that is uh, our next roundtable. you remember what what, uh, what I'm talking don't, about here we put it don't up, don't we, we, what <laughs> don't at me <laughs> you, don't wanna, you don't want you don't me to gloat about the fact that I won? We had a vote on the Twitter of what is going to be our next roundtable here on Legends Look Back. There were four books in contention. Freddie, you remember what the books were? Let's see. Mine was Scoundrels. Yeah, that uh, one got the fewest votes.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I love that book. Let's see. What else did we have? Yeah, great book. Fantastic ending. Come on, guys. Uh, what else did we have here? What did you pick, Emily? Do you remember?
2: No. <laughs> This is terrible. I am like really, I don't like where this is going, Jared. Let's just skip this part of the show.
1: Death Death Troopers was your suggestion. And I actually thought that was the best suggestion. Oh, thank you. Because we just got the new ELC for it. We just just Mm -hmm. had Halloween. Um, We've got an audio book for it. That's a big one. It's easier to get through. It did not win, even though, you know, I'll say it right here on the air. Jared's win. That Mm would have been a great pick. Rick's no. you had a little bit of indecision, so I picked one for him that I knew nobody was going to pick, which was <laughs> what?
3: Co- what? Said, that's not fair. Oh, that's not yeah. What? That's definitely not fair.
1: <laughs> he said, "Okay, I don't know. I can't decide. Just pick one of the Clone Wars books I haven't read yet." So I picked Clone Wars: No Prisoners, which is a decent book, but I just it doesn't have the snap to it, right. the ring. Ruins of, you Dan know what it does? Him. Jared, don't you st- <laughs> can, <laughs> don't. Can, can I have the one? No can I way. can yeah, I can have the Take one? It, give it to him. Give it to uh, him. him. It, it, let it, me see it, the it, 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 it. put me on put me in the limelight here here is going to be our next round table on Legends Look Back can I get a drum roll you got a drum roll <laughs> button over there Wes oh I do don't do it oh do you really I was oh joking. damn it hold on wait
2: <laughs> <laughs> there
1: it is <laughs> <laughs> the next round table on Legends Look Back no coming up next month take a sip or whenever we finish it and have time to talk <laughs> about it I will say it's kind of short it's not even 300 pages Emily's especially excited about it. I feel like yeah. we need a drum roll for the drum roll at this point. Do the drum roll. <laughs> you must not be nope, able to that hear it. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, <laughs> no, okay. But apparently, it was on there. Here it is. Aha! Oh. Star Wars Galaxies: The Ruins of Dantooine. Love it. This is our next roundtable on Legends Look Back. And Emily, the folks in the chat did say that it's because you protested it. That no, that's not. That is
2: not why.
1: <laughs> they did. It's a. It's. I've got receipts. I love it. <laughs> so uh, I've already okay, read it. Fine. So y'all have a good, I'll see y'all in a month. I'm going to read Dan-
2: it. What is it even about? Ah, ruins
0: It's about the ruins Dan- of Dan- Dantooine in you? Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> it's,
3: I heard it was one of the best covers ever. Like, many people oh, are saying oh. this. Wrong. It's
1: widely regarded as right one, of the most, one of the most popular covers in Legends history. Um, you're going to love it. As I called it, the Legends Lost Stars. No. Do I stand by that? Not. Oh, really?
2: I There's no possible way.
1: I said it here on the show. You'll find you out. Did. You have to read it, read it and find out. You did. And, and, and you know what? I had, I had Ruins
0: of Dantooine displayed along with, uh, I think it was Ruins <laughs> of Dantooine and Truce of Bakura at, at Celebration, and people were like,
1: oh, that book's all right. <laughs> what was funny was Corey was like, yo, who put this here? <laughs> <You know?
2: laughs> and then just left it. Like <laughs>
1: It's the book that I was currently reading when I was at Celebration. I read this yeah. in Freddy's house, this very copy. And um I'm not buying We didn't this. really have enough books on display. I felt like <laughs> our shelves were a little sparse, so I pulled it out of my backpack and I stuck it there. And uh Corey was nobody, pleased.
3: Nobody wanted to take that? It seems like it would be no. like a
1: hot <laughs> item that somebody <laughs> would wanna grab. Thankfully no, I kept my eyes on it. They were not about to take my <laughs> copy of The Ruins of Dantooine. Um, Tom from Delray, got to say that like Jake from State Farm, right? Tom <laughs> from De- from Delray, he he came by and said, "Wow, well, can't believe that one's on display. <laughs> That's right. Uh, shout out to Tom. We're Burn. thankful for Tom. Speaking of thankfulness, let's get into it tonight. We've got American Thanksgiving right around the corner. I say American Thanksgiving because I learned on How I Met Your Mother that there's also Canadian Thanksgiving. When is it? I have no idea. But there is one. And we have Canadian listeners. Shout out to Cheryl and uh, other folks. So, um, yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember all the Canadians. But you just wave your maple leaf flags and I'll I'll see you. I'll see you out there. All right. It's a good time for us to talk about the things that we are thankful for. Look back and be grateful. Because let's be honest, there's a lot that isn't great in the world. (laughs) Yeah. But there is a lot great about star wars and we are going to talk about that tonight we have some guest appearances from some special folks behind the scenes at utini to share what they love about star wars or about utini and without further ado we're gonna get into it who do we have first wes
3: first up
4: is parker What's going on, Legends Look back. It's Parker. You may know me from Utini's TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube channels. When Jared asked us to make videos about what Legends means to us, immediately I thought about, for me, the best part about Legends is how long Legends wasn't Legends. How long Legends spent as just Star Wars and the extended universe. And there was no such thing as canon and Legends. There was no Disney acquisition. Not to say that I dislike the Disney acquisition or anything that we've put out since, then but from the 70s all the way through 2014 there was no such thing as legends it was just star wars and this is when it wasn't necessarily so cool to be a star wars fan this was when the movies were done for like 10 years there between 2004 2014 the only thing we had was the books. All we had was what is now considered Legends. That was what kept us together as a community. That was what made being a Star Wars fan something that was continuously giving back. You didn't feel like just because movies weren't playing that you were out of the universe. You still had comics to read. You still had books to read. For me, that was one of the most pivotal times in my life when I really needed somewhere to go and somewhere to be safe and feel like I had escaped from everything that was going on in my life. And Star Wars, particularly what is now considered Legends, that was what it was for me. It was an escape and a really good one. One that formed a bond with me that now I carry with me to this day and love making videos and talking about all the time. So I appreciate Jared for reaching out. God, guys, isn't Legends awesome?
1: (laughs) Well done, Parker. Well said. I especially love that when his video kicked off, we still had the Wookiee Week graphic up there. And (laughs) I was really... I was I was really hoping that the entire announcement would be made from the Wookie <laughs> with Parker's voice. I love that. Next that week, was good. We get a video was good. of Parker with a Wookiee voice. So oh, you yeah. heard it here thing. first. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Parker, for that. Uh, great points, don't you think, Freddie? Oh, absolutely.
0: I, I think they were all very accurate. Uh, if you were around during that time, it, it was Star Wars. It wasn't uh, Legends and. It was all you knew. There were no movies, especially in between, you know, the Dark Ages, like the 90s. Yeah, that was, that was it. So all accurate stuff, all, all feeling good. I, I love what he had to say. I love it. Who we got next, Wes? Next up is writer for Uteni,
3: Mr. J.G. Cars.
1: Hey Legend back. I am JG, I am a writer for Utini, and I am super thankful for the community of Utini itself, because if it wasn't for that, I would have never dipped into Legends, I would not have read it, I would now not own it, and it's because of the communities, because of my friends in this place, that I was able to change my perspective and really learn and grow, and to enjoy more of the thing that I love most, which is Star Wars, and I will always be forever grateful for that, and forever thankful, um, as it really has changed my perspective on star wars as a whole yeah. thank you JG we are thankful for you got to hang out with JG a bunch of celebration oh, yeah. and man I love that guy he yeah. is just so great to have around very positive warm he'll laugh at your jokes even when they're not best funny. wingman He's that type of guy oh, best yeah. wingman absolutely. Is. Absolutely. He's got that
3: hardcover Darth Plagueis up there that I saw. That was nice. (laughs) You see, he had a
1: good stack of the uh, (laughs) Essential Legends collections too. Yeah, I think his stack is bigger than mine, and I'm worried about that uh, (laughs) because I'm a few books behind. I got to get the new ones. The new New Wave just came out this week, so gotta hit up your Barnes and Nobles or other places (laughs) that sell books. Uh, So very very excited to get to be on this journey with you. I know that JG is new to Legends. He's only three or four, maybe five books in if I remember correctly, and so I'm grateful to have folks all across the spectrum of their Legends knowledge, like Emily's uh, military buddy, and also (laughs) JG, um, hanging out with us. So tonight, we've got a few more videos we're going to play at the end of the show. I thought those were both good, introductory, kicking us off on the right foot sorts of videos, but we're going to get into it around the horn here with the four of us, with five specific categories, and I'd like to hear in the chat online. Uh, If you would like to pitch in on these categories as well, the five categories are an author, a specific author, the way that they've captured your imagination or embody embody some kind of admirable attribute to the world. Number two, a particular character that you associate uh, strongly with. What are y'all doing with your hand (laughs) (laughs) rushes? Everybody has a difference. We're
2: We're keeping track, keeping you you on track.
1: All right, uh, so number two is a character. Share a character that you're thankful for, a particular character that you relate to or somebody who, who was meaningful or nostalgic for you in a, in a specific way. Number three, a person in your life who helped you develop your love for Star Wars, so getting outside the universe for a second in the real world. Number four, a specific Star Wars book. Let me just go ahead and say has to be a Legends book. It's the only category that I've got to put my Legends foot down on. And uh, yeah, I just made Wes sweat a little bit over there. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And then our final category is something about the way that Utini has helped you find community Mm. and celebrate your love for the galaxy far, far away. Freddie, my man, lead us off in the author category.
0: Yeah, author. Uh, To be honest, one of the authors that has really changed, that really changed my life. You'd think I'd, I'd go with the author of one of the best books of all time, but I'm not going to. It's going to be a different author. Timothy Zahn. Uh, Timothy Zahn was there during the Dark Ages and built an entire world for us to, to play in again. And it, it went further than the, vi- than the movies, but also tied in things from the movies that we could grasp onto. And, and this world building really carried on through the rest of Legends, uh, the rest of the EU at the time. Uh, But I I really think Timothy Zahn was uh, one of the most influential authors, uh, not only in Legends, but for me. Oh, beautiful.
1: Well said. I didn't have anything nearly as meaningful. And you did Emily, (laughs) in fact, which is why she so graciously turned over her pick to you. (laughs) Emily! I put it in the
2: notes, (laughs) Freddie. Read the notes. You
0: have
2: dibs, okay? I feel like you really have not respected that. Um, I,
1: I just watched while Freddie gave his answer. There, the word Timothy's on. <laughs> Timothy's so, Kathy on tires. Just, <laughs> 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 Timothy's Zahn just slowly disappeared like Spider Man, and, and uh, just slowly vanished there as uh, as Freddie gave his answer. Emily's disappeared, and instead, what it says is, "Freddie, you suck." So. Um, you don't, in fact. I'm grateful for no, you, Freddie. You as don't. well as for you, Emily, do you have a replacement <laughs> pick? I'll tell you, you can take mine. I've got another.
2: Well, that's very sweet of you. Um, so, John Jackson Miller would be mine. I love him as an author for a variety of reasons. Uh, his, our roundtable on Kenobi really mm. changed my mind about that book entirely. I didn't like it at the beginning, and I really questioned it being in part of our essential books on Utini that we recommend because I was like, why is this so important? But after discussing it with y'all, oh my goodness, the layers! I loved that, and then particularly after living in the desert, I just really, it just really opened my heart to the desert. It was just I I thought it was beautiful, a beautiful piece of literature, and I also love that he's such a friend to our show, and he's so engaged with his with us with our with his readers.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do love that. I appreciate just how much he has shown love to us, and um, as a show, his. You know, he came on the first time, and he referenced something that we had said about the books in a previous show. And I was like, whoa, he'd been listening. <laughs> that was a really cool, really yeah. cool feeling. Also, Rick says he also votes John Jackson Miller for his pick because he's a Star Trek author. So thank you for that, Rick. And also, you've been replaced, in case you hadn't. Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Rick. Have... <laughs> Good Grateful riddance. Grateful to have... Wes, you're, Wes I hope you're He's free like, every. <laughs> I hope you're free every Thursday night for the rest of your life. All right, uh, would you like to go, Wes? Great. Sure. You have a, a Star Wars author it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a Legends author, but it can be.
3: Well, I actually have two. Um, and go for it. It's Timothy Zahn and John Jackson Miller. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am gonna pick uh, Matthew Stover for um, uh, his work good. on Revenge of the Sith and mainly because it i don't know why it took me so long to read that book i feel like i've seen the movie i don't need to read the book it's no big deal i've seen i know what happens in the in the book but i don't know what happens in the book Not because matthew stover did such a great job with the like with the the inner monologue of all the characters especially mm-hmm. yoda anakin um uh, obi-wan it was it's such a good read that i had i recommended it to not only all my Star Wars fan buddies, but also people who don't even read Star Wars. I was like, you want to pick up one that you know the premise of, so you won't get lost in it. You know who the characters are. You've seen the movie. It's going to be a great read to get you into Star Wars. I think Matthew Stover did such a great job with really expanding on that on that movie, which is really what all the books do as well. So um, my pick, Matthew Stover. Good. And Very what good. took good me choice. so long. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you finally read it and can yeah. appreciate it. Man, I, I see somebody wax poetic about that book almost every single week somewhere on the internet. So uh very excited to get to share my picks now. Number one, my first one was taken. I handed it over to Emily because Rick uh because Freddie took hers. So I'm gonna do two just to get back at y'all. Number one is Tom Veach, the What are y'all writing? What are y'all doing? What are y'all giggling about over there? <laughs> You typing stuff in the notes and yes, messing don't, with don't me worry behind about my back. It, don't worry about it, man. All right. Here we go. Number one <laughs> Tom Veach, the author of Dark Empire, recently deceased, may rest in peace. Yes. Tom Veach, the late great legends author who wrote Absolutely, my favorite piece of Star Wars literature of all time. That's right, literature with a capital L. That's how, that's how much I love Dark Empire. Um, he really infused some, I think, beautiful theological concepts and the struggle of good and evil and light and dark
4: mm, into
1: yes. that one. And yeah, uh, it's just one of my favorite. Star- it's one of my favorite things ever. All right, number two. This is not a Legends pick, but I do want to give a special shout out to Kristen Baver. This is not her. This is a book, however, that she wrote. It uh, just came in the mail this week. The Art of the High Republic. Kristen Baver does this, this week in Star Wars YouTube show. And I had the chance to meet her at Celebration. Humble brag, no big deal. She was <laughs> so extremely kind and gracious to me. Y'all know how I can get a little bit, like, overeager and too excited sometimes? What? Yeah, sign my
0: thing in blood, yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, shout out to David <laughs> Collins. Sorry about that one, buddy. Yeah, I uh, met Kristen Baver. Beaver, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Met Kristen Baver, and I had oh, uh, yeah. St- Skywalker Family at War, which I had just read, and I loved it. And I saw her, and I was starstruck. And I was like, who did be, who, have her? I-, I couldn't talk and was freaking out and trying to hand her my book, and my papers are falling all over the floor, and I can't find a sharpie. And I was like, anybody have a sharpie? And um finally, she signed it, and she was like, hey, and she took. Time to learn my name. Said, Oh, you're Jerry. Oh, you're you're with your teeny. I love you, Teeny. And so she was very gracious about the company and shout out to Kristen mm. Baber. She's a real one. So congratulations on the publication of your new book. It's very good. Very, very good. Not just the pictures. There's a lot of pictures, but also some good some good text in there. Look at this. Y'all know how much we love uh a good removal a good reveal here on the show. You ready Ooh. for this? Yes.
2: Take that dust jacket off. Mm. Oh, I thought that
1: was going to oh, be. Yeah, There we go. Aha. The Starlight gorgeous. Beacon up under oh, that there. Great. Gorgeous, man. Yeah. I oh, love that that's so, so much. cool. Next category, what do we have, Freddy?
0: Yeah, so the next one here, we have uh What kind of character did you connect with the most, right? What what character character are you thankful for and why? Uh, this is a good one. Uh, I I think it's it's tough. The one that keeps popping up in my head as a visual is Gariel Captison. I'm gonna tell you why. First of all, uh. Trusa Bakura. Mm. Right. That's thank you. that's the first I, reason. I needed that, thank you. <laughs> Second reason <laughs> is uh we see what happens with Luke a lot in Legends and he always has some some someone he's into, right? Some love interest. And I would say Gariel was the first one to say, you know, uh, this is fantastic, you're a good person. But I need to lead my people uh, out of this chaos that just occurred and, you know, put, put the people first in, in front of her own life, which uh, I, I always think about it to this day, like th- out of all the characters I read when I was a child, she was definitely one of the strongest. So very, very uh, captivating
1: person, in my opinion, in Legends. Well said. I didn't see that one coming. I should have, <laughs> but I didn't. Emily. Who'd you think? Uh, no, I, I just—I should have Thrown. realized that it should have been a, a, a Trusa Bakura character, but yeah. it just that didn't, I mean, didn't cross Fett's my mind. Boba
2: Fett's like a close second. Yeah,
1: it yeah. Should, you know, yeah, it could have been Boba Fett. Kind yeah, I, I was
0: trying to think like specifically yeah. Legends. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we know who that uh, Wes is going to pick now because you left Boba Fett on the table. There you go. <laughs> All right. uh, Wes, would you you want to give your pick? Uh, sure.
3: Um, I. Wish that I could hold off until next week for my pick, but I would say Chewbacca resonated with me the most, um, mainly because he is so loyal to his fellow rebels on Solo, um, his family in uh, the the holiday special. There you go about that. Uh, But um, yeah, and he's he's a he's a he's a Wookie. A few words (laughs) that we can understand yet. Um, I think he is um, one of the most (sighs) cunning, yet, um, I said loyal already. I'm thinking of all the adjectives that I could use for Chewbacca. Brave. (laughs) Uh,
1: Stubborn. Incredibly brave. Stubborn, stubborn goes here.
3: Still, that <laughs> one goes there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mechanic. He is, an, he is a self-taught engineer, maybe. I'm not sure if oh, they yeah. have schools. Um, <laughs> maybe
1: a Votech at best.
3: <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I would definitely say Chewbacca is one of my favorite that resonates with me because jack of all it's trades. Like a, yeah,
0: Swiss Army knife. Yeah.
1: Nice.
3: Great hair.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely great hair. Good mustache on Peter Mayhew. Great, great mustache. I I like that they preserve the mustache in the the costume of Mm. Chewbacca. Yeah. Pay attention. Next time you watch Star Wars, just zoom in real close. On Chewbacca's mustache. All right. Emily, speaking of I mustaches, just kidding. Your turn. Actually, new. We well, have...
2: say, speaking of mustaches, I think you should go next because your facial hair for the running of the hoods, I mean, hats off, man.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, yes. I took off my mask and you were like, oh. <laughs>
2: I was like, that's new.
1: <laughs> I didn't know. Did you borrow that from Oz? What's going on there? So, oh, yeah. Shout out to Oz. All right. My character that I am thankful for is. The Goat Man himself Valentine Farfalla. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, Not just for
1: the fact that like I'd read this book, you know, a dozen times and had no idea that he had goat hooves, like uh, the, his bottom half was Bothan. No idea. Incredibly. I didn't know it. I recently accidentally stumbled across that clip from the first time we discovered it. I believe it was Darth Tumness, that's right. Yeah. The episode <laughs> that Jacob was on. We were talking about fashion. Go back and watch this. I'll clip it and, and throw it in the Discord. We were talking about the greatest looks, like the best fashion among Legends characters. Yeah. And we had a picture of Valentine Farfalla from the comic that I pulled up there, put it on the stream. And Jacob goes, hold on, guys. Wait a second. Does he have goat legs? <laughs> it was like the biggest that. realization of
2: last year. It was but like- that's...
1: So, Top 10 one moment for sure. One, he brought me joy in an yes. indescribable way. Number two, <laughs> his name is fun to say Valentine Farfalla. Number three, and most importantly, as a character, he is an optimist. He believes in the good in people. He's a good leader to his troops. He mentors younger Jedi, and he believes in his commander, Lord Hoth. And when he is losing himself to the dark side to mm-hmm. war. And um, becomes jaded and his heart is hard. Valentine Farfalla says, you're going down a dark path and um, I care about you. And the path that you're on is, is, is going to lead to nowhere and it redeems him. It is uh, yeah. spoilers for, you know, uh, the first main book. Sorry about that. But it is. I just pulled a Wes. Wes. I just pulled a Wes on my <laughs> show and I spoiled the book. Anyway, shout out to him it's, for believing. I stopped doing that. Believing in the good <laughs> of awesome. people. Yeah, it's oh contagious. A, wear a mask yeah. or something. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Okay, Emily, close this out on our second question here about uh, a character that we are thankful for.
2: Yeah, so uh, you guys all had really thoughtful responses. Um, I can't quite put a finger on why I am so thankful for this character, but for some reason, Thrawn just mm-hmm. really resonates with me. And, like, I I keep coming back to he really reminds me of my husband. And I know that that's weird. <laughs> but, like, it's he's just so tactical and brilliant. And, like, there aren't many Star Wars books that I read and I think, oh, my gosh, my husband would love this. But every time I read a Timothy Zahn <laughs> book about Thrawn, like, every time, I'm just like, man, if you he, if he would just read this, like, <laughs> then it would, like, it's it's him. Like, he goes to yeah. an academy. Like, my husband went to an academy. Like, it's just – I don't know. It feels he Militant. feels like he's mine a little bit disciplined. because he just reminds me so much of my husband. Yeah, disciplined, yeah. like oh. brilliant tactician.
1: <laughs> There's <Okay>. Mike. <laughs>
2: Jared. Jacob
1: calls Jacob calls this the thrushy, the, the fleshy. The There's they become. He's become an internet sensation. The thrushy. I'm hoping <laughs> that he becomes a financial sensation so I can sell him for money. But at the moment, I stood in line with uh, with. Emma and Timothy to get this bad boy because I had some time to kill at Celebration and they needed to wait in line for that before something else we were going to do. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll wait in line. They were going to get the a Hallmark ornament of Bo-Katan. And I was like, no, I don't want that. What else y'all got? They're like, we got one more of these Throns. And I was like, I'll take him Also, all of the modal nodes. Give them to me. I bought them. There they are. So <laughs> shout out to Thron. Great answer, Emily. Go ahead and lead us off in the next category here, a Star Wars book that you picked up at just the right time that helped you through a moment in time or holds an important place in your heart or your life or your bookshelf or, you know, whatever the case may be a book that you're thankful for. All right.
2: So uh, a book I'm most thankful for is uh, shadows of the empire for maybe an unexpected. Wait, what? <laughs> I know,
4: <laughs>
2: I know I was surprised myself, but I think the timing of it was something different. So we had just been transferred to the NICU. Uh, my, my son was transferred to the NICU. And it was about three hours away. We had to live apart from my daughter for a little while to be with him while he was hospitalized. So it was pretty dark. And I think the second day we were there, my husband discovered that they had like a resource library that you could get free books. And they had Star Wars Legends books in the library. Like a ton of them that I had never read before. And Shadows of the Empire was one of the first ones that I picked up. And so it just... I've got pictures of me reading it with one of apparently my famous reactions, like one of my faces on. Even through the mask, you can see how shocked (laughs) I am reading this in a children's hospital because there are moments (laughs) they really should not be read in a children's hospital. But man, (laughs) I was just so thankful for that just bright light in a a pretty dark and scary time.
1: Somebody bring me the tissues. That was beautiful.
3: Almost perfect answer. And now, that was
1: great. <laughs> None of us can follow it up. West, do you have a less perfect answer for us? Man,
3: mine is so much worse. All right, mine is a book that that is like that. I guess is uh, just the right time. It, it was always the right time. I don't know. It's um, Tales from Mos Eisley Cantina. Oh, hey. yeah, because so it's taken me so long to read it. It probably <laughs> taken me two and a half years because. I have it on my I have it on my nightstand because like, oh, I can just knock out a story every evening. No big deal. I don't have to actually put a lot of put a lot of um, out of effort into this because I'll forget what I read like because it's a full story. No, there's just short stories from most likely Cantina. Fantastic, right? Well, I mean I took it on the plane. I would take it on uh plane trips, I would take it on um like trips to trips to the hunting lease, and I would just like get into like half the story and then stop reading it and have to reread the story again. So (laughs) it's, I, I think I I see the thing is I'm not even done with it. I still have like three stories left to go, but like the ones that I have read and that I do remember are amazing. They are so like, you wouldn't think, (laughs) you wouldn't think the kind of things that go on, like with woo her, the, the bartender and just like some of the, some of the other characters obviously that you see in the in the Cantina scene and um, in A New Hope, but it's it's a fantastic read, I think. It will be. But no, I definitely good. will read it again. Um, and I just because I liked like the stories that I've read so far, I picked up all the other tales of the Bounty Hunters, Tales of um, Jabba's Palace. I have stop those there.
1: Just stop there. Don't read the other two.
3: Don't those, read the other
2: two.
1: <laughs> those two are really good. <laughs> okay. The other two, their books. Coming bugs.
2: from the man who's, like, <laughs> foaming at the mouth to read Ruins of Dantooine again. Like that's I,
1: feel like oh, that's I, I don't know if I'm rereading something. it. I read <laughs> it this year. It's fresh enough on my mind. But
2: Oh, <laughs> I see. I want you see, to read I it. i to do the work. Okay. okay. Uh, Wes,
1: do you remember <laughs> oh. when we did the uh, episode of Lightspeed Skipping about tales from the Most Eisley Canchino? That was
3: the reason I bought the book. That was yes, it.
1: Yeah. Perfect. There's a story in there. Hopefully you remember this one, where Wuher grinds up Greedo's corpse and That's turns it into favorite. a smoothie. Oh yeah, yeah I, right. I
3: wanted to say that, but I didn't want to, you know, spoil the book. Jared, yeah, there's a lot of one of the I go stories. to meetings about this every Thursday. That's why I can't come on the show all the time. I skip Twenty this week. stories.
1: I spoiled one. Yeah. It's a hook. It's, it's so good.
3: Java, Java. Right? He's looking to give Jabba like the most perfect drink that he could make, and he couldn't find the right ingredient. But wouldn't you know? It's Greedo's grinded up body. <laughs>
0: yep. The
3: Whole time. <laughs>
1: so weird. Oh my. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. All
0: right, Freddy. Do you have one picked out? I'm still thinking of mine. Uh, I think it's this one's obvious. This one's going to be incredibly obvious. It's the book that introduced me to Legends to the EU. It's the book that. Is probably the reason why I'm here right now, and it's the reason why I've gotten people, like uh, I, th- I want to say he's a listener. I don't think he watches our, our, uh, our show, but Jeremy, you know, like I've got, I've got his letter in here as, as my bookmark, and it's mm-hmm. definitely the Truce of Bakura. I mean, this is, oh nice, this is the book that, uh, really, really gave me the insight of what Legends was, what I was about to experience, and I'll never forget after reading it. I just remember t- telling people there's books, not the movies. It's different. There's a whole other thing going on, <laughs> and uh, convinced a couple of my friends to get into it. and And to this day, you know, they're not into Legends as, as much as I am, but uh, we can we can talk about it uh, just like the show. You know, they're they're old fans, so definitely one of my most favorite books, most influential book to me. Uh, it, it's continuing to mean more as, uh, especially when people meme me with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's become its own thing. It's got a life yeah. of its own at this point. And oh. it's really, you know, if it weren't for that book, you wouldn't be at Utini. You, know, you wouldn't have the podcast. Probably, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite Fantastic. canon
0: book. favorite, favorite <laughs> canon <laughs> Darth <the book>. Plagueis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's mine. The Paradise Snare. The first Whoa. of the, the Han Solo trilogy by A.C. Crispin. That's a good one. And I, I almost thought of five or six others, but I've chosen this one. This is my selection for tonight. First of all, good Thanksgiving colors, don't you think? Is. Yeah. you got kind of got the orange looks like leaves falling in the background. They're not. They're spaceships. They're lambda, lambda class cru- cruisers. But um, I'm choosing this because I had never read the book in its entirety until a couple years ago. I had done the abridged audiobook, you know, as a kid and had a good grasp of you know what I thought the story was about, and I sat down to read it. And it blew me away. I mean, it's a top-tier, you know, 9 out of 10 Legends book. It is just as good as they get. Um, it's a favorite of a lot of the folks at Utini. Charles loves this. Eric loves this. And, Freddie, you'll remember this. The conversation that we had with Eric and his partner Charlie about this book yeah. was one of the most important conversations we ever had in the history of the show.
0: Totally. It. it if I can just elaborate off that, it, it really gives the insight of what perspective and diversity gives to insight, right? We have our views and we can bounce them off each other. Someone else from from a different background or sex or whatever comes in and they talk about things that they experience that we don't experience that we never think about. And it really puts perspective on, on a lot. And I think that's what uh, that, that interview probably changed the show and the reason why we, mm-hmm. we decided that we needed to bring more people on for sure.
1: Yeah. And, and shout out to Charlie. She was fantastic to, to yeah. hang out with celebration. Really grateful that she came on the show to talk about this. You know what episode that was? Uh it could have been in the thirties. Want to give the uh yeah. the send the link in the the Discord when we're done. So it's a great episode, great interview. This one has got some really thought provoking Inner, you know uh, storylines in it in terms of addiction yeah. and manipulation and corruption in religion, and I am a minister. I wanted to have a conversation about this because mm-hmm. you know I think that it's important to expose and to say that's not all that religion is. That's that's the deep, dark underbelly. But then, you can take the pressure off. It's also got some fun, entertaining things, like Merg, Han's <laughs> little, his, uh, his fuzzy buddy there in the book, the proto-Chewbacca. You've got uh, the telepathic rhinos that uvulate oh my and
2: gosh don't yeah undulate we need to talk about
1: that <laughs> what <laughs> that, that is a contextual question uvulate <laughs> yeah okay. uvulate is that is that the word ovulate no no, no. they they, they, they undulate sorry yeah. <laughs> it's something different <laughs> ovulating maybe rhinos. gyrating yeah All right. gyrating rhinos that sounds like it could be like a punk band moving on next category that's uh... my pick the paradise snare. Here we go. A person in your life busting through the fourth wall here. Uh, we've got a person in your life who helped you develop your love for Star Wars. I'll eat this off. Had just had lunch with this guy a few weeks ago. Uh youth minister back in my hometown. He was not my youth minister. He was a different youth minister. But I met him and we became friends anyway. Donovan Fox, which is a great Star Wars name. Donovan Fox was uh uh, a great star wars influence to me i had read some of the books as a kid and then kind of put the put star wars behind me he found out that i liked it he was like hey let me show you what i've got in my office lining the shelves just a wall of star wars books and he wow. loaned me two of them one of them Wes, was tales from the most icely cantina oh fantastic yeah i was like 15 years old and so uh, it was a, a huge catalyst in uh, getting me more into star wars books so huge thank you to Donovan, hope to have you on the show one of these days. Who's Very up cool. next, Emily? Emily, I choose you, <laughs> Emily. <laughs>
2: cool. Um, I mean, I feel like I've I've this person over and over, but uh, Corey is a Suck person. Up. I Suck love. up. <laughs> he doesn't
3: need any praise.
2: He doesn't. Um, but I'm thankful all the same because I thought he was the biggest nerd. And he lived across the street from me, and so I would go over and help pack the book boxes. And I was like, "What are all these books?" And he just gave me one. I had a bunch of extra books, and so um, he gave me one. I, I got real bored and read it, and that's what started this whole thing. So um, that was that was humbling <laughs> to look at him, and think like, "Okay, cool. yeah, yeah." It was really cool. He doesn't are you need getting any. Getting teary over
1: there? Are you can teary about Corey Hilton? No. <laughs> oh, okay, I, don't, have, no. I love that answer. No, <laughs> He's
2: Corey. was the book
1: was the book I Jedi?
2: Oh my gosh, no! It was Lost Stars, obviously. And um, oh. this is uh, before my Legends mm. days. I was still mm. very much canon and trying to figure out what Legends even was. I mean, it's a lot. nothing wrong it's with that. Lot. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, by the way, Emily, have you heard of the Legends Lost Stars, the ruins of Dantooine? <laughs> For our audio Just listeners, bring it back Emily around. is making a a beautiful face right now. It's a gri- it's, it's a, a grin. Stank eye. You
2: you can- half <laughs> And it's happening stanky. right now. It's stanky. Oh,
1: <laughs> Freddie, you're up next.
0: Uh, yeah this this is gonna be very generic. It's gonna be my support system when I was a kid. Uh, that includes my cousins, my older cousins, my aunts, my uncles, everybody. Everybody knew for some reason at the age of like two years old that I was already into Star Wars. Uh I, I remember trying to make things float, uh doing the whole thing. Uh I remember when the special editions came out and I watched those with my cousin. He took me to go see those. Uh my parents for taking me to Taco Bell to get every single toy and, and uh you know every single topper uh for the cups and uh it it's I've really everybody <laughs> Yeah, those the <laughs> Yeah. Uh it, it was everybody I, I grew up with, not just that, but also my friends, everybody who who I've ever met. Who knows that Star Wars is my thing and you know, Secret Santa's are always fun because I always know it's gonna be a Star Wars thing. Uh and of course, you know, this one's current, uh, Jared, for for really uh understanding, I guess, my love for legends and uh uh monetizing off of that, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as soon as I heard you say that Darth Plague was your favorite canon book, I was like, hmm, that's the guy for me right there. <laughs> no, the the real truth of it, Freddie, was I knew that you were on the team and that you had a microphone. And uh, And there was like four of us on the team at the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's where we started. Absolutely. Oh, thankful for, thankful for you too, man. All right. Who's up next? Wes. Me.
3: Um, so I got into the books, um, probably about, I want to say 10 years ago. Um, so it's fairly recent, but, um, I was over at a friend's house and, um, we were just, like, I think we were, like, searching videos on YouTube or something. But on the ground, um, kind of, like, under his bed, but not really, were three books. And the first book was Darth Plagueis. The second one was Dark Lord. And the third one, I think, was um, was the one of the, the of the original Thrones Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: that's, like, something that's a drastic departure.
2: Bring it back.
3: But like, I, I was into the movies, and I would talk, uh, we would talk about the movies, and he was, like, do you... Well don't you know about what happened before? You know what happened um before there was a uh, Darth Sidious and I was like, "But how do you know that? Like how do you know that that's even a thing?" And He's like, "Well, they wrote books about it." I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then like I saw there were like hundreds of books and I was <laughs> like, "I have such work to do." Oh, You're my God. Like I'm going to have to go learn how to read, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, buddy of mine, give him a shout out. His name is Kyle Malazzo. He is um he and his wife are having a child here in the next uh, couple weeks. Ooh, so cool. um congratulations to him. But also Shout thank out. you very that's much right. for um for getting me into Star Wars books. And then he asked me all the time, which one should I read? Like what are the new ones that I should read? And I got him into the High Republic, so he's reading those now.
1: Ah. Yeah. Freddie can relate. <laughs> I read we, uh, this next section, that's why. <laughs> we had Freddie oh. <laughs> we had Freddie read a, a a High Republic book and oh, it yeah, went it was- well. So good. I'm grateful that it did. Otherwise it would have made us look like some real clowns. <laughs> Speaking of clowns, let's talk about UTini here as we close out. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about, at least briefly here, something in the way that UTini has helped us find community and uh, enjoy this galaxy that we all know and love. Lead us off, Freddie. What you got?
0: Oh man, uh the resources that Utini has given us, uh and what I mean by that is is the knowledge bank that we have, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll have a random question, or or just thinking about something at work, and I'll be like, "Hey, Trevor," blah 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 blah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, this this then this," and I'm like, "Okay, cool," <laughs> right? It, it's that level of knowledge, but also the the uh the people that really support us, uh, Scuba Joe, uh, yeah, our our friends and family, everybody who watches the show. Uh, it, it you know we could have one person watching the show, we'd probably still be doing it. Uh, but it, it's really you teeny as a whole finding people who who end up liking the same stuff as you but also uh, I'm not able to look at things throughout the day and I'll have Jacob tag me uh, or Jared tag me in something saying hey you toy and it's already <laughs> you know I'm buying it because of them <laughs> 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 like this this uh, giant uh, Boba Fett here that was probably <laughs> Jacob <laughs> wait Jacob's uh, in there <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's up, Jacob? He's been here the whole time. <laughs> Struck him down. Uh, but just you know, the, the accessibility to to people that like the same thing, I think, is uh, something that we don't get to experience. I, I've never really found too many people who like Star Wars legends, Star Wars canon, the same way that I do. So it's fun to find
1: people that are are all on the same page. <laughs> hey, on the same page. It's like a good little book pun. I love it great Wes <laughs>
3: um i'm going to say um pretty much like our whole experience at uh at celebration was was wonderful uh, especially for the people that we that we met there that have heard about utini that came by even the ones that have just heard about utini never even heard about them they came by like what is this what is this um and then you describe like, hey, we're here about we talk about the books and this is this is the actions and the plots and the characters um, that came about between the movies that are within the movies um, after the movies, um, and then multiple people came by. Like, you know what? My I don't necessarily like that, that much, but my daughter would love it. And then we would point yeah. them towards the Del Rey booth, and they would go purchase a book like from our recommendation. Just come and talk to us at the at the booth. So. The exposure that we were that we were gifted, I guess, at Celebration to help, you know, get our word out and just let everybody know that there, there's more stories out there than just the movies. Um, it really resonated with me. It kind of and it helped not only you know lift Uteni as a company, but also you just make more and more more friends that also like this thing that we like, and it's getting bigger and we're growing.
1: Like oh, I'm getting goosebumps. Just thinking about it, That's like <laughs> oh, the goosebumps are gone when you said tumor. <laughs> not a tumor. <laughs> not a tumor Emily. in a 90s movie.
2: Uh, well, you know, there's a lot of things to love and to be thankful for about you, <laughs> But I think probably the thing I'm the most thankful for is that somehow, out of all of the options presented, an entire segment of our community united... To select a round table based purely on my dramatic protest of it. <laughs> it really just shows you care. I mean, heartwarming. What else word. can you say? Yeah,
1: heartwarming is the perfect. <laughs> the perfect word for it. I've got a oh, couple sp- other words, but I'm not
2: going to say them on here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking of heartwarming, I'll give mine. Uh on the one hand I think that uh, Utini has been a huge blessing for the fact that it's been a way to have real people to talk to about this galaxy that normally, you know, I'm just like in in my recliner by myself. And I turn to my wife and I'm like, "Oh, you'll never believe it. There's" and she's like, "Yeah, I don't, it's not my thing." And I'm like, "Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine." Uh I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay, so <laughs> there's a Jedi <laughs> named Corn Horn and anyway, um it's been really fun to have people to talk to you about this. I love that we've got our weekly check-in where we talk about this. And if you're out there and you're like, well, I don't have a podcast. I'm not about to start one. We want you to talk about all this with us. And so join the chat and uh, you'll be as if you're part of the family in no time. I love having a community. It's feel like you're, you're a part of something to belong and You're not alone. Um, I love that it's been a way to reconnect with Rick. Rick and I were friends from college and we basically lost touch. We might have uh, exchanged... Uh, Five minutes of pleasantries on social media every two or three years. That's it. Now we talk for over an hour every single week, and that's a beautiful thing. And I'm grateful for Rick for all that he does for the show. I feel like now will be a good time to give a big thank you to Meg. Meg, who was our producer for um, many months there, and um, yep. we got the chance to bump into a celebration. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for all the, the hard work and money and blood, sweat, and tears that went into this show. Genuinely, we're <laughs> thankful for you. Um, I want to give a thank you as well to the diversity of Uteni. Uh, I come from... A, a a closed community of you know conservative christians uh, to be honest and uh went to a private christian college where you know i'm surrounded by people who think very much like me and utini is anything but that uh i mean we have racial and gender and uh, sexual diversity i mean among all kinds of other things political perspectives that differ and we have to find ways to navigate these differences and to hold together and to try to make each other better and um i think it's a, it's an awesome thing about you i mean i'm friends with an alabama fan i mean uh-huh. isn't <laughs> that crazy you? multiple <laughs> alabama fans at it's least more than two. one i need to wash my mouth out after i said that <laughs> uh, go hogs all right what else we got wes a couple more videos right a couple more videos so next video
3: thankful video coming up is from new member emmy
2: hi my name is emmy um i'm a staff writer for utini and i would say i'm most grateful for um just like the community that star wars books have created and that i now get to be a part of with utini it's like literally the coolest thing um but yeah i'm super happy to be here and uh yeah looking forward to the
1: future Wonderful. They did a great job. So grateful that they uh, jumped in and made a video for us. Don't really know uh, Emmy very well yet. And so I'm grateful to to get a shout out here on the Mm -hmm. show. Followed by another from... Well, who is this? Well,
3: ex-member of Legends (laughs) (laughs) Lookback.
1: No, 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 no. We need you. We need you. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
3: (laughs) We are going to give... We are going to give Mr.
1: Where are we at?
3: Rick Grace, a, a his time in the spotlight, if you will.
1: Hey, guys. So there's a lot to be thankful for as a Star Wars fan. There is so much good out there. There's great stories, great entertainment. Uh, but more than any of that, I think what I'm most thankful for is a positive community. The fans who don't want to be toxic who just want to enjoy star wars together that is one of my favorite parts and so this thanksgiving season that's something i'm thankful for is the positive community partially that we have through utini but even beyond utini there are so many fans probably like yourself who just want to support one another and enjoying star wars and that's one of those places where i feel at home is among people like that so thank you for caring about Star Wars and also just caring about the people who care about Star Wars. I love that. <laughs> that was yeah. sick. How come you don't look that good for us when you are on our show, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, was, that was some crisp video, wasn't it?
3: Wasn't it? I mean, good. he is definitely went to school for
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we have a video from the president of utini.com. Why do we let. Why don't we uh, we call him President, by the way? President? No, he he is everything that we know and love about Utini, Eric Eilerson. Hey, folks. Eric, President of Utini and Living Force host here on what I'm thankful for in Star Wars or Utini, And I'm going to be a little sappy but honest and say it's the four of you guys um i'm so thankful that you've been able to expand my knowledge and everyone else's knowledge about legends as a person that didn't read a lot of legends i see so much myself in emily and in all of you that have come and diving in early um and then hearing all the expertise and the fun has been so great um but then i'm also thankful for the four of you as people we live in completely different parts of the country and you've lived such different lives and i have lived and just be your friend and learn from you as a fan and as family members and people has just been such a joy so I'm uh, I'm thankful for you guys, and I'm thankful for you, Teeny, and Star Wars for bringing us together. Love you. So great. Oh, that was. We love you too. Thank you to the very good video. Four, five. How many folks did that? Um, the five of you for doing your videos. Really, really enjoyed getting to share this with you. Thankful for my teammates, and uh, I think that gratitude as a practice is important to making the world a better place. Don't you think? I think yeah, so,
0: too. It's important to to also understand, you know, life life flies right past you. And if you're not sitting down to be thankful about things or thinking about it, uh, just understanding the time that you have and the people that are there, when they're there, uh, it, it makes for a dull life if you don't do that.
3: Yeah, there's a, We actually have a practice um, at work where we have a morning meeting and uh, people will give uh, thanks. They'll give them shout outs to say, hey, you know, thank you for... Or sending me this, you know, this uh, this schedule, this spreadsheet. Because I knew you had other things going on, but you sent it to me uh, without, like, even uh, getting mad about it or something. It's something out of your scope of work. And they do, we do that every morning. So it's it's really neat it's cool. to see. It gives people, I mean, it's monetary like like monetary gain for stuff like that. Is it's it's not the same when people tell you thank you and yeah. appreciate what you do, and just through verbal communication. And yeah, face-to-face, it's, um, it's warranted. It's nice.
1: That's cool. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's Especially good. when it's a, a forced practice of the company, so you have to say thank you to somebody. F- <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who are you going to thank today? There's got to be somebody you have to thank.
0: Thank me.
1: Thanks yeah. for
3: having this meeting, I guess. <laughs> That's I right. It.
1: Thank you for my paycheck. I really need that to pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> and with that in our extra sappy special thanksgiving episode we're going to close with a song <clears throat> give thanks with the grateful heart just kidding we're not thank you everybody for joining us here for legends look back emily believed me there for a second she was like uh are we supposed to sing along or?
2: Uh, you know you know my opinion on songs and books jared don't you eat <laughs> Have Should you not, get on with Tolkien song. for that reason alone? In C3PO of
1: Princess Leia, that's a good one. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> Have you read that one yet, West? There's legitimately I I'm, not. I'm not kidding. There's a song that C3PO sings called Han Solo, What a Man, Solo. <laughs> 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 At uh, Is it is it by <laughs> In Vogue? <laughs> In Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Oh, I'm getting sweaty just thinking about it. But you know what else so. I'm thankful for? I am thankful for our extra special crossover event next week, Wookie Week. So you won't want to miss it. It is kicking off on a little show, Wes, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, called uh, The Living Force on Monday night.
3: <laughs> it's all right, I guess. I I miss it from time
1: to time, but
3: you know, I'll get it <laughs> whenever I can.
1: <laughs> we are going to, of course, also chat about uh, all the legends Wooks here next Thursday on Legends Look Back. And then also, we've got some fun stuff in the cooker, as uh, the young people say, uh, (laughs) over at the Star Wars archives. And so I'm excited to see what Trevor and Joxie cook up over there. That does it for this week. Thanks for joining us for Legends Look Back. Thanks to our incredible patrons for your support, and I really do definitely 100% mean it with an extra measure of gratitude this week because that's the topic, and I'm going to stay on brand. And uh, thank you to our patrons for your support, especially to the Jedi High Council, Brian Julie, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander, as well as the Alliance High Command, (laughs) Ashley Ingalls, Elizabeth Cloutier, Sally and chris eilerson remember to sub to this channel leave us a review in your podcast platform of, of choice one might say that that's a way to show that you're thankful for us i mean you could say that uh also if you would like your thoughts read on the show such as if you want to get in your wookie impressions you can get in your shiri wook uh for next week send us a little video some sort of something or other, and it might just make its way onto the air. You can find us on Twitter, at Legends Look Back. There's contact information down in the description below. Also remember that you can get your great Legends books, such as The Ruins of Dantooine, which Emily is especially excited for Uh, our next roundtable. You can go on over to Utini.com, click the Amazon link in the profile, and remember to be a force for positivity in the fandom, and keep that Utini fan code until next time, may the force be with you.
0: This is a UTV broadcast.